the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our very first episode here of Crossum Wrestling Entertainment. My name is Noah Cross, joined with my best friend over there, Tyler Bard. There we go. And we're here to talk AEW All Elite Wrestling. It is very exciting. We are very excited to get started here. Uh, First off, we'll go with some introductions here. Uh, As I said, my name is Noah, Noah Cross. Noah Cross, the magician to some. Professional magician. I absolutely love and adore wrestling. And hey, hate to break it, but I'm jumping ship to AEW. I did it a long time ago, and I haven't looked back. It is an amazing show, and we'll get into what we talk about on this show right after. Tyler, want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name's Tyler Bard. Uh, I've been a wrestling fan for a very long time. Um, and I, unlike Noah, was a little more stubborn to jump to jump ship to uh, the All Elite. I uh, used to just be WWE, WWE, WWE. Uh, but I have since changed my ways and seen the light. And uh, AEW, that's the place to be right now. Absolutely, it is. And I know Tyler and I, we've connected over wrestling. That's how we became friends. Back in high school, uh, we would sit at the lunch table and debate wrestling like it was, you know, like something we could figure out and and, and have arguments on. And that's how we connected. We would talk so much, so much about it. We both knew each other. We knew of each other. Um, And we actually were sitting at different tables. And my friend said, I think Noah likes wrestling. So I, so you came and sat with us and then. And, it's now, and now we're famous together. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> an amazing. It's an amazing story. We should make a movie about it. And now we have a logo. Holy cow! Two logos. <laughs> Two. Two. <laughs> it's craziness. It's craziness. But yeah, we connected over wrestling. We don't always agree on wrestling. Uh, rarely. Rarely. Baseball, we have different views <laughs> on almost everything, which is going to make great conversation. So yeah, we're excited to get rolling with that. Uh, but as I Very. said, what is this show about? We're here to talk about all things. AEW, all things All Elite Wrestling. Um, we're going to cover Dynamite each week. Uh, we're going to cover pay-per-views. We're going to do predictions and things like that. So if you join us and want to put a prediction in the chat, let us know who you think might win a big match. We'd love to hear your opinion on those. And we're going to have a few games and contests, which we'll get into later on in the show. But that is just something you can look forward to seeing here on Crossum yeah. Wrestling Entertainment. We're excited to have you there. And Crossum, that's the word you can use for anything. Sorry, oh, yeah. Be it's like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It fits well in any any setting. setting. It doesn't matter where you are. Like you could be right. at a, at a presidential inauguration or at like a merit badge class at a summer camp. It doesn't matter. Explain crossum to the people who might not know. So yeah, crossum is. A, I don't know how we came up with that word. It just happened one day, and it's a mix yeah. between awesome and my last name, which is Cross, as you see on the screen here. Uh, and it's crossum. It's just awesome, and it, it could be filled in for anything. And I like to say, stay crossum, which is like stay awesome, be yourself, be the best version of you, and be magic. It goes along with that. It's just be awesome, be the best version of yourself. Go out there and enjoy your day, and help other people enjoy their day. And that's the whole point yes. of staying crossum and being magic. So we are very excited to get going here. Across them, wrestling entertainment, CWE. I just love saying it. I'm okay. I think I've said it like 10 times. It's right. real now. It's, it's real now. We're doing it. Uh, so, yes, we are here. It is a great time. I'm excited. I uh, hope you're all excited as well. And hey, you know, let's get rolling as we're talking about ourselves here. Let's go on to some favorite wrestlers we have in all elite wrestling. Uh, Tyler, you go, want to go first, my friend? Sure, absolutely. Um, my first person I'd like to mention is my fa- favorite wrestler is the leader and creator of the inner circle, Le Champion, Chris Jericho. I Not only is he my favorite in 
uh, AEW, he's my favorite wrestler, hands down, period. There's not a single person in the wrestling business who is as incredible as Chris Jericho. Now, if we're going to talk all time, we're not including the, those WWE people over there. So let's just, I saw your face there. We're going to leave Triple H out of this for a little I bit, back. all right? I lean back. We're gonna... <laughs> and uh, as the graphic says below, Orange Cassidy. And my dream came true over the last month. To, uh, the two of them are now facing each other and have a rivalry. And it is just the greatest thing on Dynamite, hearing Jericho lose his mind over a guy who literally could care less. <laughs> Orange Cassidy's gimmick is one of my favorite things I have oh, seen man. come out of a new re- look at him look at him <laughs> look at him <laughs> oh gosh I love it and then look at Jericho's face man he just you can't get enough of the, it the, the king of selling it in and as much I know people love to keep babe oh, sorry let's try that again keep kayfabe alive mm. and AEW I think does a good job of that they keep everyone's always they're always in character and they're always playing the heel or or uh, the face um, but come on, that is incredible that people like Chris Jericho and Pac sell for Orange Cassidy doing his little could care less kicks to your shin and then suddenly turns it on with his hands in his pockets and is going a mile a minute inside the ring. Um, so as my as my buddy Sean Burns likes to call him pockets, that is our mm. nickname for Orange Cassidy. <laughs> what about that. you, buddy? But, uh, well, I want to go off of Orange Cassidy really quick because it's funny you okay. say he's one of your favorites. So uh, my friend Pat from camp, which is where I am now, uh, he's the ranger here at camp. He doesn't watch wrestling at all. Like he knows of it because I'm his friend. So he doesn't really have right. a, a lot of the time. Like if I'm with him, I'm talking about wrestling or watching wrestling. And he <laughs> sent me a video from Reddit of Orange Cassidy doing dives with his hands in his pocket. And he goes, like, all right. he goes listen, I don't watch wrestling, but that's freaking impressive. Like He was, he was like, that's cool. Uh, and and Pat, if Pat was a wrestling fan, his favorite would be Orange Cassidy, without a question. Like he, yeah. you you've met Pat, and oh he yeah, love that man. Um, oh so yeah, it's funny that he's your favorite, and those are two solid picks. I mean, Jericho, first ever AEW champion, the goat, as Andy mm-hmm. said in the comments. Absolutely, and uh, Orange Cassidy. I mean, he he's just funny. He's amazing, and the best part is he can actually go. Frank from the Hard Hitting <laughs> Wrestling Show. Makes a great point. Oh, the orange juice spill on Wednesday night was iconic. Absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Oh, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. But yes, uh, my favorites here. You know, it's tough. There's a lot of great wrestlers in All Elite Wrestling. A lot of great performers. But yeah. I have to give it to a guy. He took a little while to steal my heart. Cody. Cody Rhodes. Took a little while to steal my heart. I also love Kenny Omega over in the AEW. But let's go back to Cody Rhodes for a minute. In the beginning, I was not a huge Cody Rhodes fan, or Cody fan as we have to call him. When he was still in Ring of Honor, he actually had a match against Kenny. And Kenny was my guy. All right. right Kenny I was remember. my guy. So I was not about this Cody thing. And Cody won that match at ROH Supercard back when WrestleMania was in uh, New Orleans. And I was there for that show. And I was not happy. But I'll say this. <laughs> I'm wearing someone's shirt right now, and it's not Kenny Omega's. All right, you got Pharaoh there, the elite. Cody, he is the freaking man. Like, yeah. Ric Flair said, you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. That guy is the man. Cody, yeah. can, 
He has made himself into an absolute megastar and deserves nothing but respect. Oh, my gosh. There's the graphic there. Look at that. Oh, my God. That was from the super card. That match <laughs> had me so – I was so into that match. It wasn't even funny. So, so funny. funny. Uh, those two guys are the top of the elite there. Like, when you say the elite, this is who you think of, Cody and Kenny. Cody Rhodes, he is an amazing storyteller, first off. And that's, I'm going to go into that when we talk about our favorite matches in a minute. He's an incredible storyteller. The way he captivates an audience and he just grabs your attention from the beginning. And he gets your emotions so into the match, it's unbelievable. As to where Kenny, on the other hand, is a spectacle. He can go against anybody and have a five-star match. I mean, he's called the best bout machine yeah. for a reason. Kenny Omega goes in there. He jumps around. He is so versatile. And his one-winged angel is one of the most amazing and most brutal finishing moves that anyone does. I mean, yeah. it is just an incredible spectacle to see those guys go at it. Uh, Kenny Omega, I remember his matches against Kazushika Okada back in NJPW, New Japan Pro Wrestling. And, oh, my gosh. Like, the fact that I would wake up to watch wrestling at 2 a.m. because it was live from Japan – that says something, all right? That yeah. says something. <laughs> this was before I bought in. And this I was like, you're, you're insane. Yep. I'm going to go watch Hell in a Cell. Goodbye. Yep. I said, tell him I'm going <laughs> to wake up at 2 a.m. to watch New Japan. He was like, yeah, you enjoy. And then I'll yeah, tell you what. Next thing I knew, I was watching New Japan a year ago, and I'm getting texts from Tyler. Did you see that? And I'm like, oh, oh someone, someone jumped on the ship here, huh? Yeah, yeah. Kenny Omega is no joke, and neither is New Japan. But hey, Cody and Kenny. Those are my two favorites, without a doubt. And, you know when um, I jumped ship, Noah, was when Chris Jericho jumped ship. When Chris Jericho jumped ship, I go, all right, something's happening. Something's happening, and I'm and, in. I'm, in. And I'm hey, all in. You know what? That means it worked. Yeah. That means you did what they were looking to uh, make happen. It worked. So it worked is right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you got to love it, man. AEW is such an exciting product, such a great thing to watch. And, uh, hey, let's roll into um, our favorite matches here, going up to our favorite wrestlers. Is you The match that you chose actually has my favorite wrestler in it. So, Cody, let's hear about it. It does. Man, Cody versus Dustin Rhodes. This is comparable to maybe some of our fans here don't know all about AEW yet. They're more WWE fans. This felt like an end of an era match where Cody was like, this is our time. It's time for the new guys to step up and put you old dogs out to pasture. It is wow. time to see Cody and Dustin, the two that leave, that are bringing their fathers. Look at this. It, this, this match had all of the things you want. As you say, what qualifies as a good match if you believe it's over more than once? I, this match... True. I thought this match was over a hundred times. And that's where he got busted open right there. This is one of the bloodiest matches I have ever seen. And I wasn't bothered. I usually hate blood. I hate blood in WWE or AEW. Both of them. I hate seeing that. Um, but this blood just fed into the story because it was blood versus blood. And the way this match just carried on with Dustin and... Uh, Cody and I believe they had uh, was it was that Hebner who did the uh, yes Earl the referee yeah Absolutely. so they had all these just legendary names in the ring for their first major event mm. um, and there was no way I was missing this um, sure. and look they hit the destroyer they hit all sure. these incredible superplexes look at that, that cross when, when, when has oh. Dustin hit a crossroads like that so great and never. Never, ever, ever. Mm -hmm. And just the ultimate ending 
when, uh, of course, we all know Cody ended up pulling off the yes. big W here. Um, how it ended with Cody leaving the ring and coming back and saying, listen, I don't, I don't need you. I don't need a tag team partner. What I need is my brother. And they t- they're right there. That was perfect timing. I didn't, that wasn't planned at all. That was perfect. And they hugged and uh, it was just the storytelling. You didn't have to know anything about Cody and Dustin going into that match. And I don't think a lot of people did. A lot of people were just, they didn't know that. They just knew, look, new wrestling. Let's, let's give it a, sh- a shot. Absolutely. The storytelling of that match was so incredible. Having Brandy ringside, who is Cody's wife and, you know, also loves Dustin because they're family and she's conflicted. Although some would argue not because she's the one who ultimately made Dustin bleed. Um, it was just such an incredible kickoff to what we now know as the, the flagship Wednesday night wrestling show. Wow. Uh, so NXT, you look out because AEW is coming for you. Um, I, I, for me, there was no match that could beat that. There's matches that are on that caliber, but mm-hmm. the storytelling of these two brothers were, oh, perfectly perfect. And as you said, that storytelling, and it's funny that both of our matches have Cody in them because that storytelling is so huge, especially in wrestling. But when you can have a match and you can tell a story without saying words, that's when you have damn good wrestling in front of you. And that's what Cody does. He gets in there, he grabs the audience's attention, and then you had two brothers, brothers, Cody and Dustin Rhodes here, going at it in a literal bloodbath. Yeah, Double or Nothing uh, in 2019, and it was unbelievable to watch. Like you, you couldn't get enough of that content. You couldn't get enough of that match. I mean, those guys could have wrestled for two hours straight. People would have watched it. Plain right. and and they pulled everything out of the bag, everything out of the bag. And it was, Dustin it was- lost so much blood, mm. and they were <laughs> they were rolling. I literally remember Hebner took his gloves out and was like, "What's the point? What's the point?" <laughs> That that canvas and uh, who said this? What was uh, I want to say? It was Coltaholic. I was watching. They used canvas in an artistic form and as the wrestling mat because they painted a picture on mm. that canvas. It was insanity. Absolutely. What does he got going up? Hey, here? Yeah. So this is uh, rolling into uh, Penta match here. One of one of my uh, favorite matches here that I remember from All In. Actually, this is the set of All In. The first. All in in Chicago, I mind you, where I was, I was at there. And hey, this show was without a doubt one of the greatest shows that I have ever seen in my entire life. The, the emotion that went through my body seeing this show that was not supposed to be successful. No one said they were going to make it. No one said they were going to do anything. You can't get any better than being in this moment and sitting in the crowd here. And I was right next to the ramp, actually. If you're looking straight at that picture, I was on the right hand side seeing a guy like Penta who has never been this captivating of a, of a figure in the sense of a successful show of this caliber in America. You know, I mean, they sold out this arena. They said they would maybe sell 5,000 tickets. Then it went to like 6,000 tickets. They sold like 10,000 plus tickets to the show. I mean, we in four sold, minutes, dude. In, in four, four minutes. minutes. They sold out the entire Sears Center Arena in Chicago. And myself and three others, my friend Ty, uh, Kyle, uh, Lewis, and my uncle Anthony, we drove to Chicago to see this one show. We drove to Chicago for a five-hour, unbelievable festival of wrestling. The amount of talent on this show that is so underrated cannot be underplayed. I mean, you have a guy like Penta, who have you seen before, who is just 
I would say is just a nasty wrestler. I mean, he is down and dirty. Let's get the job done. And in this match here, he took on Kenny Omega, uh, the best bout machine. And that was a match that a lot of people said, this is a dream match because they haven't met before. And it was so awesome to be able to see these two guys who have never crossed paths, who, who didn't really have much to do with each other and have very different styles of wrestling to actually meet and come together for this right. amazing, amazing match. Yes. Ah. <laughs> yeah, Penta is creepy. And I'll tell you, my Uncle Anthony, Tyler, have you seen my Uncle Anthony? He, Anthony's a big cat. He's a big guy. Anthony is probably like 350. How tall would you say he is? I mean, he's almost, he's almost as tall as you, if not Paul. Yeah, he's about six, six, six foot, six one. Yeah, so Anthony's a big guy, and we see Penta walk out, and Anthony's like, all right, Penta scares me. Like, Penta is scary. <laughs> if you're in a bar and you see him, you don't want to go near him. And that's why no. he's a nasty wrestler, because he will mess up your stuff. And then here comes Kenny Omega. And this is the coolest thing. Kenny usually comes out in big gear and flashy gear and all that. For this match, he knew he was in for a fight. He came out. He was ready for a fight. He just got his tights on and his boots, and he's like, let's do this, and let's tear the freaking house down and that is exactly what they did and it was so oh exciting. yeah so i cheated here i couldn't just pick one <laughs> I yeah but not. that's fine i mean that's it's hard i could not just pick one match because i had to get both of my favorites in there i couldn't just pick one favorite wrestler i can't pick one favorite <laughs> match so i had to be wishy-washy i had to pick a kenny and a cody match uh so yeah this is from all in and it was just so amazing amazing to see and being a part of this history making event here and this was really what propelled AEW into 100 percent, 100 percent. without all in and, and i'm going to give the credit where it's due without cody Rhodes, exactly all elite wrestling would not be the same there's not a chance all elite wrestling if dave Meltzer had shut his mouth and not called out Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, mm -hmm. all elite wrestling would have not ever happened. But mm -hmm. because this yeah. event happened, that is why all elite wrestling is thing because of the Khan family, because of Cody, because of the Bucks, because of Kenny, because of Chris Jericho, because of those guys, those six major characters in this, this match too. Mm -hmm. That is why all elite wrestling is where it is today. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, I, and as you said, you can't get bigger than this event. The show was so huge. Uh, the crowd was electric the entire evening. Right. Like from the, from the first bell to the last bell, the crowd could not get enough of this show. And it was a pay-per-view too. Uh, right. You, you watched this live, right? Of course. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. I couldn't go with you guys, unfortunately, yeah. but I did watch it live. Yeah, and that was the thing. It's crazy to think of a company, their first show. They weren't even a company yet. It was only a group of wrestlers having their first yep. show ever deciding to have a pay-per-view and it was just uh, so so great to watch so great to see and it was cool to be a part of and i remember during this match just looking at everyone who i was with and we're just smiling at each other just in awe like i cannot believe we're here yeah. i can't believe this is happening yes the, we have a great producer yes uh, the yes. man himself joe show yourself so we have a great <laughs> producer um Hey! hey, there he is. There he is. Look at him back there with the CCS. Mr. Mr. Joe Aguirre, the Clover producer Crest. for Clovercrest and owner of Clovercrest Media. Hello, Killer sir. show, guys. Killer show. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> Long time, first time. Thanks for having me. Thank you, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Oh, and Penta with one of his signature glove removal moments. The, the, the suspense. Oh, 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 oh yeah! Oh, <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Uh, Kenny, oh, wasn't, no. Kenny wasn't having disrespect. any of that. Disrespect. Nope. Disrespect. See? Told you. <laughs> and that's storytelling. 
That's storytelling. And then they went from zero to 100 real quick, as you can see right. at the beginning of the match. But yeah, I'm going to jump into my um, my next one here. As you can see on the screen, I have a Jericho versus uh, Cody at Full Gear in 2019, which was another pay-per-view event. Now, yeah. Full Gear is the actual AEW product. And that's why I added that one in, because Tyler and I, in the beginning, we were like, oh, we're going to have just the, those guys. We're going to have the company's matches. So I said, all right, I'll put a company match in there. That Full Gear match, I feel like is a little underrated by some. I think it's just because, I, I, as I said, I'm a big fan of the storytelling. I yeah. absolutely adore when people get in there and they tell the story. And Cody did that. He had uh, Tully Blanchard on his side in his corner. Uh, and then he faced Jericho, who had his crew of people. And Cody actually had MJF as well, who was there. Oh, and, bro. Um, yeah, well, at the end of that show, we knew what happened. But during that during that match itself, there was so much storytelling. When Arn Anderson came out and delivered the spine buster, I mean, you, you just – I popped. I don't think you understand. Oh. When that spinebuster hit, I jumped <laughs> off of my couch. Like, I mean, I, I can't even – I wasn't even relevant to know Arn Anderson wrestling when the Four Horsemen were a thing. All right? Like, I do this. Like, oh, Four Horsemen. Woo! Like, I know what I'm talking about. All right? doesn't matter. I wasn't even relevant then. As Anthony would say, before your time, kid. And he always says about everything that I try to talk about that I wasn't even irrelevant for. That right? might have been one of the most clean spine busters oh. ever delivered. <laughs> you literally can't get better than that. And it was just like the perfect freaking spine buster. And I oh, loved yeah. every second of it from that full gear show. Uh, so it was great. And like I said, Cody is in Cody was in three uh, two of our three favorite matches here for a reason. Cody was in two of our three favorite matches, and that's because he's just damn good at what he does. He's yeah. a storyteller, and he is the workhorse of AEW. Like, don't get me wrong. He has a team of guys. He's got the Bucks. He's got uh, Hangman. He's got Kenny. Cody is just a grinder, and, and yeah. Cody knew what he was capable of, and he wanted to build the legacy that his father left him, and he's doing that. Man, and Cody Rhodes is just a different breed of wrestler, and, you know, in WWE, they're called entertainers. Here, we're back to wrestling. I'm right. It is wrestling time. There's yeah. superstars over there. No, no. We yeah. are wrestlers in AEW. And Cody, he's so passionate. And it just goes to show you, if he was in charge of his character work in WWE, he would have been so much oh. more successful. Um, because even with these horrible gimmicks that uh, he who shall not be named uh, gave him, um, the Vinnie Mac. <laughs> um, like Stardust, he still ran with it, and and he still there were still people who said Stardust is my favorite, even though that gimmick was utter trash. He comes out here and he has his own way with things. Look at what he's been able to do in just a year and a half. Mm -hmm. We'll say two years. How much he's been able to do and make a new business, Cody? Man, he proves Absolutely. himself. Absolutely, but I think it would be remiss to uh, not jump in and talk about a few notable favorites in AEW. Because I yeah. know we talked about our favorites, but there's people in that in that business yeah. there that are unbelievable and on top of their game. And I think the the big one is a guy who came over recently, you know, rather recently from WWE and jumped the ship to AEW, and that's John Moxley. Oh, boy. I mean, what a pop that man got. It, it's insane to see him in an AEW ring, to see his new character. I mean, he beefed up. So, yeah, but you got Patch, uh, uh, John Moxley <laughs> with the eye patch there. Patch I will say, 
And uh, I love that. I thought that was the coolest thing when he had his eye his eye patched up there. I mean, you couldn't get any better than that. But Mox, it was so awesome seeing so awesome seeing him in an AW ring, getting to yeah. display himself, getting to be the character that made him the megastar he is. Because if you look back on his indie days, he had a lot of amazing promos. He had a lot of crazy matches. I mean, that guy's nuts. Uh, yeah. If you think about, yes, there he is. <laughs> it was Look, so. It's not even on his eye correctly. I love that. <laughs> but he's he's unhinged. I mean, you can't control this man. That's the point. And oh man, when he appeared in that crowd, uh, was that that was the first double or nothing? Uh, yep. The very first double or nothing pay per view. He comes marching shield style through the crowd down to the ring, and it was funny because. They weren't focusing it on him. It was just suddenly there was a buzz, and then the buzz was getting louder and louder and louder. And the rest, I think it was uh, um, JR who was like, what in the world is going on? And then they cut in on, uh, on Moxley, and oh boy, he went straight to Chris Jericho. And when Chris Jericho was like, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. This is my show. Because as, as wrestling fans know, they had an incredible rivalry before they both left WWE. They were one of the reasons I was still watching Monday Night Raw mm. because those two, especially with his his plant friend and Chris Jericho's list, those two would carry the roster. Um, so John Moxley, massive. I agree with you there. And unless you have something more to say about John Moxley, I I have someone that needs to be brought up. It's our show. You take it away. The incredible. MJF. MJF. Oh. There are so many heels in the business. So many heels. But heels get cheered. Heels get cheered now in this world. And that, granted, like your heels, heels are supposed to get booed. MJF mm -hmm. gets booed. And people are calling him yeah. the Miz. The Miz of AEW. No, no, no. The Miz is the MJF of WWE. MJF is better than you, and he knows it. If those two were to go toe-to-toe, wow. -to -toe, look at him. Look at him. Uh, MJF is here. the man. I, I, uh, oh, man. If I could be in anyone's corner in WWE, that's the horse I'm backing. Put a belt on that man. The TNT Championship will belong to MJF very soon. You better look out, Cody. He's coming for you. No, I, I, I mean, listen, MJF is great. I can't stand MJF. <laughs> like, he, because like, he's good at what he does. Like, I'm not supposed to like him, but I really don't like him. Like, I just can't wrap my head around it. Oh, here we go. Frank, MJF is a yeah, great deal. Frank. Yeah, we get it. Thank you, Frank. <laughs> Thank you. I just encourage Tyler some more. But no, uh, I, I can't stand MJF. And it's probably because. He is obviously, uh, you know, a big stickler and thorn Cody's side is why I right. can't stand him. And it's tough to uh, it's tough to wrap my head around the idea of liking him, even though he's he's good at what he does. I get it. But I could do without MJF on, on my television screen because he gets under my skin. Uh, yeah, that's geez. good, though. Dude, how you, how long have you known me? Who do I when I like it doesn't matter if it's a show or a movie or wrestling. Who do I like better, the bad guy or the good guy? I, the bad guy. You always like always. the bad guy. Always time. like the bad guy. No matter what it is. <laughs> it's always the bad guy. Who's my favorite guy. character on The Walking Dead? 
It's my boy, Negan. I love Negan. He's a great bad guy. You got to love the bad guys. So MJF, man, incredible. He's not my favorite wrestler on the roster. Granted. Granted. But Tyler likes you. <laughs> Listen, I'm Joe, you spelled he's... heels wrong. <laughs> hey, you know what? I don't care. You know, I, I'm fine. With that. It's H E E L S. But if we're being, hey, yeah. However, however, it is it is wrestling that spelled heels wrong first. If we're, I mean, they kind of just. <laughs> oh made yeah, it up. was Frank. We'll blame Frank. He took Frank's spelling. It's fine. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny though. Uh, so let's go. Let's go into another. Let's just say uh, I don't know if he's a bad guy, but he's a he's a spooky guy. Brody Lee here, the um, the Dark Order, the leader here of the Dark Order. Brody man. Lee, uh, he is a fall. Oh, there he is. I mean, that man is a massive human being. Yeah, absolutely massive human being. It's amazing to see someone again who had so much potential in the WWE. Yeah. Uh, and you know he did a lot of stuff there. He was a great Intercontinental Champion. He had amazing matches. I just felt like he was held back a lot. He could do so much more. He's capable of so much more. And it's awesome seeing him in an AEW ring, being able to do what he's good at, being able to steal the show, being able to uh, uh, poise himself on top of the roster there. Yeah. Uh, he came in. It's unfortunate he wasn't able to come into an audience because of the pop. Right. The pop that man would have gotten would have been right. off the charts. Uh, but it's exciting that he's here. People are loving the fact that he's here, and it's great to see him. And he's already t- tearing the house up. Oh God, yeah, with the Dark Order, man. Everyone was like, no one, no one had his name on their tongue. We're all trying to figure out who's who's going to be in the Dark Order. Who's going to be? Everyone's saying it's Lance Archer. It's Lance Archer. No, no, no. Yeah. Brody Lee. Brody Lee it is. Oh, he's killing it. Kill it. There's no one since the since the Undertaker. I honestly can't think of someone who is as big as him who can just fly and go and be off the top rope, go over the top rope, go through the middle rope. Absolute incredible wrestler. And as he's proven, as all these other wrestlers have proven, and if you go to AEW, you're going to do your character right. WWE just don't know how to handle you. Absolutely. And that's true. And that's the biggest thing with AEW. It's nice seeing them be themselves. Like, that's who Brody Lee is. Right. Like, I don't know if anyone's familiar with what cameo is. Like I've seen a couple of cameos that Brody's done for other people, and that's who he is. Like he is right. just a cool dude. He's a badass. He stands there. He's got that look on his face, and he's a scary guy because that guy is yeah. massive. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. a massive human being, and it's cool to see. So yeah, I mean Brody Lee, you can't beat it on top of his game. But I, uh, we are we're talking a lot of singles wrestlers here. Yeah, I knew you were going to bring him up. Let's dive into the one thing that AEW has over anybody, if you ask me. Oh, man. Their tag Their team tag division, team division. <laughs> unbelievable. The amount oh. of talent they have here, I mean, we could go on and on, but FTR, I think, is where we should start here. Is that your favorite? Yes. Oh, I, I mean, I would, I would say the Lucha Bros before they arrived, but now that they're here, I got to go right. with them. I, I like a good heel. They are too healy. They are too healy. I'm not a fan of that. Wait a minute. Hold because on. Because they're not Hold they're on. not as good no. at it. They're not as good at Stop it. Stop it. All right. Oh, so there we go. Yes. We have a uh, young bug there on the oh. left. The Lucha Bros were my favorites before FTR showed up on the right there. And this is a tag team championship match, and they tore each other apart in this match. Watching this match, it's unbelievable. Uh it's cool to see tag teams getting the spotlights they deserve. They're actually doing main events, they're actually main eventing shows because tag teams can do that. Like I'm tired, right. of the, I'm tired of the narrative that tag teams can't be the big team here. And I have to say, uh, 
Look, oh, I, I, how did I forget SCU? What is wrong it, with it, Brutal. It'll try the party, man. And every every single one of these tag teams can really go. Absolutely. And I, you were saying FTR is your favorite, right? Yes, yes. And I know what your favorite uh, is, and I'm excited to talk about it because I can't get enough of these guys either. I love the Jungle <laughs> Express. I agree. Absolutely love the Jungle Express. And I don't know if Joe has a graphic for him, but um, Marco Stun and Luchasaurus <laughs> and Jungle Boy. Oh, oh man. man. Their match last week against the Elite was so good. Yes. So absolutely. good. There were a few little botches here or there, but whatever. I, yeah. yeah, there they are. Look at little Marco. Oh, Marco's the man. I want to get Marco on this podcast like nobody's business. <laughs> That'd be cool. and, Marco, if you're listening, join us, please. Or Jungle Boy. Please. Anyone, yes. Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, and uh, Luchasaurus, you guys are all incredible. Um, my absolute favorite tag team, and I hope that you guys win those titles soon. Yes, absolutely. But no, I, I can't get enough of Jungle Express. I think my, what what sold me on Jungle Express is going to be weird. Like, don't get me wrong. They're phenomenal performers. They're phenomenal wrestlers. Um, however, their entrance gets me every- <laughs> <laughs> with Jungle Boy on um, Luchasaurus' shoulders and then Marco coming in between his legs. Like, it is <laughs> I can't get more perfect than that. Every time I see it, I feel like a little kid. I'm like, this is amazing. Let's go. Oh, it's so <laughs> This is like if you're if you're a kid and you watch AEW, this is the tag team you wear the t-shirt for. All right, like you got yeah, right. Or you got Marco, and then you got uh, Jungle Boy. I mean, come on. I mean, Are we calling them the New Day of AEW? Uh, I don't know. That's a stretch. That's a they're stretch. not elite yet. They're not. They're not like. Uh, well, I mean, they're all elite, <laughs> but uh, they're not on that level of like. Yes, there, there they go. <laughs> you got Jungle Boy up there, and he usually he's usually uh, laying down, so like his back is up against Luchasaurus's back. You can't see him, and then he sits up, and then sit up. And Marco Stunt comes between their legs and just runs around, and it is the <laughs> funniest, it's the funniest thing to watch, and it's great, and it hypes everyone up. Everyone gets so hyped for it, and like I said, seeing like being a wrestling fan, it's cool being at shows and then seeing little kids in awe, and you remember like yeah. a little kid, and you had that same reaction and same feeling for it. It's, it's like next level. Like seeing kids wearing uh, Jurassic Express T-shirts and cheering on these guys is just so cool and so fun. And that's why we like wrestling, plain and simple. And, and I think we'd be remiss to not uh, mention the inner circle. Oh, absolutely. Oh, the inner circle. <laughs> I'm literally wearing their T-shirt. You are. Uh, the inner circle, man. Jake Hager and Chris Jericho. And, oh, man, they are just tearing it up. And, you know, Sammy – Sammy will be back. Sammy will be back shortly. He's off working on some personal stuff, but Sammy will be back. And it's that one. Yeah, they're another one that uh, I think will have the titles very soon. I could agree with that. I could agree with that. They are definitely a force to be reckoned with, and they have a lot of star power, as you said. Yeah, all all that there they are. I don't. Let's not forget Pride and Powerful here. I mean, hello. Those right. guys are absolutely amazing. Uh, They're the actual tag team. <laughs> yes, another incredible tag team there. You know, I would be very happy to see them take all the gold and have a faction that would have all the gold. Uh, you know, is with, it too uh, early for that? Is it no, too early for that? I, I don't think so. I don't think. I mean, Pride and Powerful has been here since the, almost the beginning. They, they've been no, here I for get a that. Jericho but is guess, the first ever uh, AEW champion. It's. I mean, come on. He could right. do it again. It's not that he hard. Could. Not he that could. hard at all. Yeah, I know that man. Look at just how much we could talk just about the tag team, <laughs> just the tag team division, and you could never do that in WWE. Oh, absolutely not, absolutely not. 
But yeah. you get bored in five minutes. Wow. She shots fired, fired across the bow. But no, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right, though. I, I can't disagree with it. You know, I mean, they just have an elite, no pun intended, tag team division. Uh, always and, intended. But hey, we, we we're missing one person here, FTR, one group, a new yeah. group that arrived from the WWE. Uh, and their time at NXT cannot be overshadowed. I mean, they are oh. unbelievable. Uh, those those two gentlemen there, they can tear the house down and they can wrestle the best of them. And no matter what they do, they always have an incredible match. They always have yeah. incredible stars. They always have incredible moments. And I think the biggest thing is that with them, their fluidity together. Like tag teams yeah, oh, man. together. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I can't get enough of them. They are just so fluid in their movement and in the ring. Like they do things I've never seen before. Like they'll have like a combination move, and one guy will hold the other guy in a pinning predicament, even though he's not, um, even though he's not the legal person in the match. And then like right. the tag, like it, it's unbelievable. Like you have to watch their matches and really just kind of go uh, watch each little move they do and little things that they do that matter are insane. Like they, they just yep. they're so great, and they can't they can't be outperformed. In, in all honesty, and, and thank God they got rid of those horrible names that WWE gave them. Oh <laughs> uh, god! But hey, the fact that their name is FTR makes me so happy. It's because it was a joke. It was yeah. a joke that the elite created for them forever ago. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes there you go, Frank. Absolutely. There you go. there you go. And they've been so much fun to watch with their little rivalry with Kenny Omega and the elite. It is, oh, yeah. and not even the elite. Not even the elite. It's just Kenny Omega pouring beer on him, and oh, it's they. They are just so fun. That so many people got doused with liquid in the last episode. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got beer and orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. But, yeah, I mean, hey, that's why we love wrestling. Those moments, those little things. I mean, we just have a grown man pouring orange juice on someone else, and we're, we're entertained by it, and we love it. You know, you have it is, and that's what wrestling is. You can't get enough of it. It's so fun to watch. It's so fun to see. Um, but, hey, for now – uh, I think we would be uh, would be crazy to not do a double giveaway, right? What, don't you think? Oh, I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah. What, hey, we're what's doing a giveaway for, one is for the other. Exactly. We're doing a giveaway on our uh, other baseball with the Bard show. So here on Cross from Wrestling Entertainment, if you would like to win an authentic AEW T-shirt of your choice from AEW's website, please go to our Instagram page to see the rules to the contest. They will be posted there within an hour of the show going off of the air. You could win that AEW T-shirt. Just make sure you live in the United States and are 18 years or older to enter. And with that being said, we thank you so much for joining us. Tyler, you want to give us a quick plug of our presenters here? Yeah, absolutely. So Clovercrest Media is uh, how we're able to give bring this show to you. And our producer, Joe, who you saw earlier, is the creator and producer of most of the shows uh, on Clovercrest Media. Uh, if you are looking to, pro to podcast anything, absolutely anything, if you are an underwater basket weaver and you want to podcast, you... You bring it to Joe, and we will make a podcast for you about underwater basket weaving. Absolutely anything. You come to us, and we will get you up and running with your podcast. And with that, Noah, let's sign it out. Yes, thank you so much for joining us here. We will see you next Sunday, same channel, same time. I'm Noah Cross. That was Tyler Bard, and this was Crossome Wrestling Entertainment. Thank you.
to the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast.